Hello, scary dolls. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And this is Scary Not Scary Podcast. Yay! <laughs> Hello, honey. <laughs> no money, no honey, honey. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say that all the time now. I don't know why it's stuck in my head. <laughs> Hello, honey. We haven't been in the studio for a week. Yeah. It feels weird. It does. It feels like months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. It's only been, a, what, a week? Months, <laughs> months and months, months and months. <laughs> so, what have y'all been up to? Well, I know what, you have been, what you've been up to, Ash. Yeah. What have you been up to? Lots of things. Mm. Book club. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I like books. <laughs> don't you mean? You don't, don't like books. Me like, okay, but I read nudie mags. <laughs> just Same kidding. Thing. You can't read those. those have pictures. <laughs> I only like picture books, you guys. <laughs> I can only read green eggs and ham. Anything <laughs> new happening? Hot stuffs? No, not really. Same old shit. Get up, go to work, come back, clean the apartment, go to sleep, get up, go to work, come back, clean the apartment. I hate being old. Adulting sucks. It does. Repetitive. It's so boring. Look, I'm going to, I'm talking to you, you youths out there listening. Youths. You youths. You youths out there. <laughs> Have you ever I'm seen putting the, a lot of emphasis on the youth? Have you ever seen the show New Girl? Yes. I love that Schmidt, show. He's all youths. Youths. <laughs> I That's love where that I got it from. Youths. You youths. Oh, I love that show. I'm talking to each and every one of you that are listening. You listen up now. Don't right now. grow up too fast. Oh, yeah. I'm Take a, your time. Okay, look. When I was your age, I wanted to be an adult. I wanted to grow up. I wanted to move out of the house. I wanted to be away from mommy and daddy. And now I wish I was still with mommy and daddy because <laughs> I wouldn't be paying all the damn bills that I'm paying now. Exactly. So stay at home as long as you can with mommy. <laughs> be like my sister, Vanessa. Yep. And, <laughs> one, Vanessa. and stay with mom and dad until you're 40. She's not 40. She's 16. But she's saying that she's not going to move out until she's 40. That's Hell what yeah, my brother girl. says. Adam, he says that right? same thing. He's like, I'm going to stay with with parents for the rest of my life. I should I'm have like, taken oh, my sister's advice mm-hmm. and I just yeah. stayed home. What's wrong with us? I don't know. I wanted to grow up too. We fast. didn't get the memo. I don't want to be oh grown up. All they do is work, pay bills, and work more. Well, of course, take care of the baby, but that's a different part of adulting. I feel yeah. like we get like this. If you, you can't see my finger, but it's like tiny. Wait, wait. Let me record it so, you can, <laughs> so y'all can see her finger on YouTube. We get like this much fun and we're just like oh i know <laughs> like when we were ghost, like when we went ghost hunting that yes. was like the most fun i have had in a long time i know i feel Sad. like the little tiny things make us like the happiest like this past weekend we had book club and we were yeah. so happy and excited um, i was like oh my god because there was like um ruby came Right. So mm-hmm. we had like a new, not a new member to us, but like mm-hmm. a new member to like oh, the book Ruby. club. Yeah. So we were just like, oh, my God. It was fun. It's so funny because we're like, oh, we got a new member of the book club. But we've known Ruby for like years. <laughs> but we were so excited that we had an additional person showing up for book club. Yeah. OK, fine. I'll show up. We're, <laughs> we're old, me and Ashley are old ladies. We have a book club. Yeah. That's cute, though. <laughs> it's fun, though. And then it was a potluck, so everybody brought something different to eat. So I did chicken and waffles. Yeah. Ooh, you always do them chicken and waffles, girl. Mm, I love good. chicken and waffles. Whenever we have breakfast potlucks. Remember we had breakfast potlucks at work? Yeah. Mandy would make 
chicken and waffles. Yeah, I'm bringing chicken and waffles. <laughs> and it was nuggets from McDonald's yeah. and mini waffles. Because, yeah, you know, so I don't have time to like defrost the chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets from HEB. And then, yeah. you know, why not? When I can just have somebody make it for me, just throw some waffles on there and call it a day. There you um, go. You want to know something, though? I did not know they were McDonald's. Really? I didn't. I swear to God, I Damn, did not know. I told me a secret on the podcast. Everybody knows now. <laughs> I was me. <laughs> Don't judge <Sorry>. me. <laughs> I can always tell my chicken nuggets apart, girl. Really? Carl's Juniors are stars. McDonald's are little boots, little circles, and little, I don't know what the other shape is, but I can tell. Wendy's is that what those shapes rough. are? They yeah, look like it looks boots. like a boot, and uh-huh. then the other one looks like a circle. And it's then a little, little nugget, the purple nugget guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I didn't and think about then, that. Wendy's look the same. They just have a little more seasoning. And then Wells has nuggets. Chick-fil-A. Oh, I can tell Chick-fil-A nuggets. They're yeah. little as hell. Chick-fil-A nuggets look like pieces of guts that they threw inside <laughs> like the frying pan and fried them. Like and, like, little but they're good. They like, are I'm not good. judging them. They're good. I'll eat them like crazy. You know, they have grilled nuggets now. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's what I eat after I work out. I remember we went to Chick-fil-A and my sister always gets nuggets and her, they gave her and my brother the grilled the ones. They were so mad. <laughs> were now, so what is mad. this shit? <laughs> I can't get Help She was like, shit. I guess Chick-fil-A is trying to tell me I need to be on the diet. <laughs> That's actually you what don't. I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Grilled ones? Mm, grilled no. nuggets? Heck no. Oh, regular mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A? A la crispy. What? I had Chick-fil-A Chick- yesterday. You're going to have Chick-fil-A for dinner? Not nice. I took out chicken to make, but um, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like chicken. <laughs> we had this discussion yesterday. You don't like chicken? She doesn't like chicken. Mm, not all the time. Mm. Okay, when I was pregnant with Sabrina, I hated chicken. Like, especially when it looked like a bird. I, mm, 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 I can't do it. Nope. Mm-mm. So, like the rotisserie chicken, that's out. <laughs> like, I'll eat Poor it, chicken. but you have to like cut it up. I can't look at it while well, it looks like a bird. <laughs> and then like baked chicken I can't Tim loves baked chicken he loves eating baked chicken he just loves it and I hate it I like baked chicken and like rice or baked chicken and mac and cheese like it has to be Ooh, like an eclipse like every other year or every other <laughs> every quarter I could I don't see know. that eclipse of the heart I could see that cause I, we would eat chicken a lot like when uh, uh, we were with my parents and stuff, because it came in like bulk. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, after a while, I was like, can we have something yeah. else besides chicken? Like, well, I when you work else. out, that's like the main is chicken, chicken and broccoli, chicken and this, chicken. And I'm like, oh. uh, no, I'm, I I do turkey. Yeah, yeah. Like I started like, to switch it it's up. Like turkey, 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 chicken, maybe <laughs> turkey, turkey, Fish. turkey, chicken. Yeah, you have to sushi. <laughs> I don't like sushi. What? What's wrong with you? you the door's right there. <laughs> Get out. I don't like sushi. Get out. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't like it. I love sushi. I tried fried sushi. Bitch, everything fried is good. True. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you eat. Yeah. It's fried, as long it's as it's good. fried, it's good. <laughs> I remember we went to go eat dinner with Tim's family that came down from Ozona and his cousin got fried ice cream. Ooh. It was literally bitch. ice cream that was fried that he ate. And it Ooh. was like in a little ball. Ooh. And I bet when you cut into it, it's all gooey coming out. Oh, it was all oh, melted. Oh. Yeah. He was like, you want some? I was like, in my mind, I was like, I do, but I shouldn't. <laughs> oh. Okay. So y'all listen to Two Girls, One Ghost, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard the last couple. Sorry. Well, I'm caught up. 
like I'm somewhat to the up. most recent episodes, but there's a couple of episodes that I was behind on, like encounter episodes that mm-hmm. I'm behind on. So I, I downloaded them and I was listening to their encounter episodes on my way here. <laughs> yeah. And um I'm not gonna get into like too much detail about the encounter episode, but it was about a possession. Mm-hmm. Right. Listen to the whole thing all the way up until I pulled up to Drew's house, right? I park and I grab my phone. And right when I grabbed my phone, it rewind, but starting that specific encounter story over again. <laughs> and That's it scared creepy. because that specific story freaked me out. It scared me. That's I was like, oh, thank God I got to do I'm Throw tra- the whole phone out. <laughs> but, oh. they, but, you know, they always say like they, they say they get a lot of like emails and stuff that their listeners tell them that they're. You know, stuff weird stuff happens when, when they, they listen, listen to, to specific episodes, and like a couple of things have happened to me, but not like that where mm. it just rewind and rewind. And then there is another story they were talking about in another encounter episode on my way to work because uh, it's only thirty; they're only thirty minutes long, yeah. so you, I could listen to it on the route to work and back. And uh, it was another possession episode, but it kept stopping midway through the story mm-hmm. and then for some reason it kept hopping over to um like a random song in spotify uh it was weird it was so weird <laughs> well you actually want to know something that my dad told me what um that whenever he gets into his truck that our podcast just automatically starts playing shut up yeah that's cute he's like every <laughs> single time he's like I- i'm not listening to it he's like i'm not listening to it like in the house or nothing he's like whenever i plug it into my car He's like, the Spotify will pop up and y'all's podcast will start playing. I'm just We're like, on to, thank what? you, Ghost. <laughs> thank you, Ghost, for getting us out there. Yeah. Well, see, like, okay. Well, like, I know my, does he do, like, Bluetooth? Um, I think his is Bluetooth. So, it's weird. So, my my truck, I have Bluetooth. And if I'm listening to, like, two girls, one ghost. Mm-hmm. And then I go into the house and I have Spotify and, like, the Alexa or Echo on a music or whatever mm-hmm. and when I go back to my car and it logs on like it when it um connects to the bluetooth it starts where it left off that's mm. what I told him because mine does that too uh-huh. yeah like with my apple music but he like if he's on his way home from work and he's not even listening to it he's listening to music and then he goes back into his truck our thing pops up I don't know he just said whenever he like it connects his phone like it our podcast that's just starts scary. playing I'm pretty like a specific episode he just said like the it podcast just starts, just starts playing. playing yeah I'm, I'm like, pretty well, sure that I'm going to hell though because sometimes I got to cuddle. There, no, there's this one time where I would just listen to whatever song when I'm driving anywhere, and the song would change to "Highway to Hell" oh, or ACDC. It would just change to "Highway to Hell," and I'm like, F- I didn't change it. Like who? And I didn't have the buttons in the back of my truck like I do now. Like my Jeep has buttons at, uh-huh. on the back of the steering wheel that you could just press. No, back then it would just switch to "Highway to Hell," and I'm like, fuck. What the hell? Our final destination. (laughs) Part two, that song came on before they got into that huge car accident. Those those were creepy. I still cannot to this day be behind a truck that has like those log things. Yeah. I'm just like, nope. Oh, I do that too. Especially the ones that have like the big bricks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. Mm-mm. If they have anything on the back of their truck, I'm like, I ain't trying to die. And I will never go tanning. I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I like my color, but like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll Ooh, do it naturally ugly. in the sun. Ooh, I like yeah. that. I like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she was just burning in there. I bet you smelled like carne asada. Oh, 
Ew. Just kidding. I wonder what I smell like, like if I were to burn alive, like bacon. Why would you think about that? I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> what would I smell like? <laughs> what does human flesh smell like when it's burning? I don't Maybe know. Maybe bacon. Can Ew. we Google it? I mean, yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared I'm to see sure. the results. I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some crazy person. Well, out just there. like hair, like when hair burns, it smells gross. Oh, really? I do you remember when I bought my crimper and when y'all were living out there, um, like way out there in the country uh-huh. and I was crimping my hair in your room and your mom walked in. Oh, yeah. No, it was your mom or your dad. And they were like, oh, what are y'all, what are y'all smoking in there? I was like, hair, <laughs> hair, my hair. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. It says it smells like I'm, I looked it up. <laughs> Beef on a frying pan. That's disgusting. Beef on a frying pan? I smell it like says. beef. <laughs> I smell like beef. <laughs> I love that little girl. Oh my god. We smell like beef. Yep. Gross. Oh well. I'm trying to think of like we've only been out of the studio what for a week? A week. I thought it was two. No, it was a week. Oh, shit. What have I been doing? Drew went on uh, a cruise. Yeah, Yeah. who does he think he is? He took a little vacay. I know, I wish I was there. Me too. Like, my whole family was. I was there, I was there, like... (laughs) In spirit? Like, I was watching, like, whatever he posted, like, on Instagram, on his story. I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm having a fun vacation. (laughs) (laughs) You're all pretending flashback to you. I was, like, living through his stories. (laughs) Oh, no. And then, like, whatever your mom would post in Eris, I was like, oh, yeah, like, no, I had like, so much fun at the Bahamas, er- too. Eris had FaceTime me, like, when they had finally docked and she got Wi-Fi, and she's like, look at where we're at, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there at work in my cubicle, like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Your cubicle. I'm sad. I forgot what it was. I think I messaged Drew, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm waiting with my suitcases. He goes, okay, but I need to find a snorkel first. I was like, okay, but get me one, too, because I'm going to need one, like, totally <laughs> Tim was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm forcing myself to go to the cruise. I'm inviting myself to go to the cruise. They went to the Bahamas. That's so cool. We should take a cruise one day. I went on a cruise. Did you see that they're making a Harry Potter cruise? Yeah, I saw that. (gasps) Did you see how expensive it is? How expensive? I'll save up. Wait, how expensive? It's like... Regular cruise is like a thousand bucks. It's I more think than that. This is more because it's oh. the Harry Potter and themed. it's a really big like ship. It's not like carnival. I expect fucking floating candles. Then oh. I'm pretty right. sure they would. Fuck. They will. Like, I'm pretty sure Ooh, it's like I would each. Die. Oh, what if they had like each deck is like a different house? Right. Oh, <gasps> that would be Gryffindor. so cool. Or like the dining area is gonna actually be like the <gasps> like the grand the hall. hall. Yeah, oh, the grand hall. My God. I'm I sorry. Wanna, I'm I like go. crying. I want to go. Oh <laughs> Let's see. Why up. do I want to? Save so up bad. and we're gonna go on. What if they person. build like the chamber of secrets on there? <gasps> oh, <laughs> sorry, I get all, I'm all excited. <laughs> I never do nothing, okay? <laughs> chill, daddy, chill. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh. So then, speaking of cruises, this has nothing to do with cruises. <laughs> our topic has nothing to do oh, with cruises. Oh, yeah, it has not, our topic has nothing to do with cruises. And we have a lot to say for this topic. And this is a topic that we've been kind of like throwing Easter eggs around for the past, what, 11, no, 12 episodes? Yep. Pretty much since the beginning. And I'm super excited. And everybody who knows me knows that I'm constantly talking about this. And not that I ever want to meet one of them, but I'm just like really excited. <laughs> 
Yeah. So you said that all in like lying. one breath. <laughs> so basically what's going to happen with this episode, just to clear the air and you won't be confused, is this is part one. And then we're going to have episode 13, part two. Yeah. Because we have a lot to say. A lot. Mainly me. <laughs> I have a lot to say. I mean, I have a lot sure. of info. I have a lot of stories. I'm just really excited. Let's get it. So, we're doing... Dun, 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 dun. Throw in that music, Tim. <laughs> the Black-Eyed Children. Black-Eyed Children. Black-Eyed Kids. Whatever you want to call them. Children, kids, whatever. I say Black-Eyed Peas. God almost said Black-Eyed Peas. <laughs> I always say Black-Eyed Peas. So, we, when we finally decided we were going to do this episode... Gato kept saying, yeah, so we're going to do the Black Eyed Peas, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about Fergie. <laughs> Fergie. So we're going to be talking about the B.E.K., a.k.a. Black Eyed Kids. Burger King. And I'm excited. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so I had been telling Ashley that I wanted to do this topic, but she had no idea what the Black Eyed Kids were. Yeah, what was that about? So I had no so idea. How did you feel jumping into your research? I hate children. Okay, thanks. Nice. Wait, <laughs> if I see like a random kid by themselves with no parent, I'm just going to assume that they're a black-eyed kid and I'm going to punt them across. So when I first <laughs> got introduced to this topic, I remember I had to go take my dog for a walk. Oh, and literally yeah. I heard kids like laughing and I was like... <gasps> I was, like, looking at, I was like looking around. I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so this. creepy. And like, it's just so intriguing. Like, I don't know. I just, you can, I could research. I literally researched for hours. There's so many podcasts. There's so many YouTube yeah. videos, documentaries, Google pages. books. Yeah. yeah. There are so many Google pages. I'm like, there's so many, a lot. like personal blogs, yeah. Reddit posts, like Threads, no sleep, everything, everything that you can Even think news. of. Yeah, yeah. All over the internet. Have you seen the videos? Like some of yes. the videos mm-hmm. that they caught on tape? Oh, yes. oh my God. The there one was, where the girl popped out on the news? Yeah. Oh, my God. You like that one, right, girl? Mm-mm. You like it? <laughs> I think I talk about that one, actually, in here. Or one of them. But, yeah, Daddy no. chill. It was creepy. I mean, I mean, it was interesting because I'm like, what? And then to hear, like, all the different things of, like, how people have been encountered with them. Yeah. And then, like, how they think of, like, what they are. That was interesting. But then, like, finding the history of them or finding anything, like, about them, I had to really search. So, you know, what's funny is that that Sunday when we decided that we were going to do the topic, one of our listeners on our fan page, the VIP fan page mm-hmm. thing that we have on Facebook, he posted the link to uh, 10 abandoned buildings in Texas haunted by the Black Eyed Children. I saw that. That Shut same up. night. That. Yeah, yeah, it was that same night that we decided we were going to do this. And then Tim was like, hey, did you see the fan page? I was like, no. And he showed me. I was like, what? And I thought I maybe I like one it. of you like posted it. Mm-hmm. And I checked. And I was like, oh, it's one of the listeners that posted <gasps> it. Yeah, I think I approved They knew. It. Yeah. They knew. They knew. They was there anything like they're cool on it? Psychic. They're psychic. So then Tim yeah. started reading it and then he found a bunch of videos of like people doing investigations at these places. Oh. Yeah, like there's okay, so I can just kind of read off where it's at. So the starting from number 10, it's Toya High School in Toya, Texas. That's where some black eyed children have been seen. We're going to um, Toya. Walnut Walnut Ridge Mansion in Gonzales, Texas. It's like a colonial oh, like home. That. 
I've always wanted an old. The next one is the Rig Theater in Vermont, Texas. Seven is the Baker Hotel in Mineral Wells, Texas. I guess another name for it is Mineral in Wells, Texas. I don't know. El Paso Tin Mine. Oh, there's a mine in El Paso. (gasps) Look, it looks scary. I want to go. No, thanks. I'm going to post these on our Instagram. Jackson Square Apartments in Amarillo. (gasps) We're going to Amarillo. You're going to Amarillo. Oh yeah, well I'm going to Amarillo. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my, I'm gonna tell my aunt and my uncle about this. Oh my god, I'm taking a screenshot of this. This I mean, is my first time going through field this. trip. You field trip. Jackson Square Apartments in Amarillo, Texas is number five. <gasps> Just kidding. The cistern, the cistern in Houston, Texas. I have to ask my brother-in-law. He lives in Houston. I'm gonna go to Houston in a couple weeks. M House School in. Corsicana. <laughs> I said it so <laughs> Corsicana, Texas. The hotel. Oh, the hotel Ozona in Ozona, Texas. I think that's the video that Tim looked up. Because oh, yeah. we have family that, like, all, a lot of his family live in Ozona. That's a cool name. Ozona. Ozona. Abandoned Asylum in San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> this is the number one. <laughs> Wait, they'll shoot you if you try to get in there. I know. Yeah, that's true. They'll shoot you. I've actually been there before. Oh my God. Can I tell it? Can I tell my story? Hurry up. Yeah. I just, it just clicked right now. It literally like just clicked right now. That's how you're from freaking out. Okay. So in high school, I actually went to that asylum and I got shot at. Like literally got shot at. Everyone gets shot at. Yeah. So I went to that asylum, right? And I went inside with my friends. So it was with my friend Maribel, her sister, and like a couple of other of their friends that went. We all went inside. We we're freaking out. We ran outside because we heard the guy yelling and like he was start shooting. So then we were hiding in the bushes and he called the police or whatever. And uh-huh. we're all hiding. So then we left. And then the next day, my, oh my God, I'm like freaking out. I can't believe I didn't like put two and two together. So the next day, my friend at school, my friend Maddie was like, hey, you went with us inside the asylum, right? I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, because my sister's friend said that he was outside hugging you and holding your hand because you were so scared. So what? Was he? Maribel. Shut up. Oh, my God. And I told her, I was like, no, I wasn't sexual. She goes, I know, because I was holding, we were holding on to each other the whole time. I was like, yeah, I wasn't outside. So who was he holding on to? Is he sure it was me? And so I guess she had asked him and then he was like, well, I'm not sure then. I'm not sure if it was her. Uh, how do you not <laughs> how know? How do you was a black eyed hugging? kid? Oh, hell Or it was no. my doppelganger. Nope. I have one of those. Mm-mm, we are not around. going there. Literally, like when I read that on this list, it just like the story clicked in my head. <laughs> what What the heck were you doing at an asylum? She's crazy, girl. You don't know. Sorry, mom. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Get her, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I was a junior. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> those were the days that's okay sorry we got off track i mean don't we always (sighs) okay so black-eyed children or how you said earlier b-e-k for short 
um, are paranormal creatures who resemble children, and they can be between the ages of six or 16. I think there was one story that I had seen that the girl was like 17. So they Mm -hmm. maybe 17. So they usually travel in pairs and sometimes they're either like two boys, two girls, or sometimes I did see some encounters where there's like a group of them. So like two girls and then two boys like together. They have pale skin. Their eyes are completely black and soulless. But then some people report seeing like not just the eyes are black, but they sometimes have like like ragged holes like in their eyes instead of just being black so they can show up at your doors like during the night or they can come up to your car window they only come at night and they have like sort of like a monotone voice and they usually ask to like have use the bathroom make a phone call or they're like oh we're lost and we need to get back home to like our mom or dad or something like that so A lot of people claim that the kids are either some sort of like extraterrestrial vampires, some sort of interdimensional beings or a form of demon. And the reason they say that they're demons is because they ask permission to come into like a lot of people say it's because they're asking permission to come into your life. But there's not a whole lot of stories that say what happens once you invite them in? Like I could, I mean, if you guys found some, I couldn't find any, but um, some of it is very rare. Like there's only a couple of them that have been like they invited and then they like survived, I guess. So the kids also can disappear without any expl- explanation. So they're here one second and then they're gone. Or this one story I found of this guy who was like, oh yeah, sure. Like come in. And he turned to like, you know, hey, like come in. And they're already sitting like in the couch, like in the living room. So they can like, you know, they can also disrupt electrical devices. And some of them even have psychic powers. So that's, yeah. So some say they are a form of alien hybrid because apparently gray aliens have like black eyes. What? Nothing. Keep going. (laughs) So apparently, um, do you want me to tell you? Tell her. You have to now. (laughs) (laughs) I was recording. And then when you said that, uh, I forgot what it was. You said something specific. Oh, you went into aliens that they no. You said they disrupt devices. Uh It stopped recording and it stopped and it started over. (laughs) Like my phone. They don't want us to talk about them. Do you want to say my info and I'll say your stories? <laughs> no, mama. Keep going. Ay, Dios. Okay. Ay, Dios. <sighs> All right. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, so I'm recording so, so we can get clips for our YouTube channel. So I'm recording Ashley talking and literally as soon as she said that they disrupt devices, it froze. Like the video froze. I was like, wait. And I was trying not to make a face like or interrupt you. <laughs> And then it just zoomed out, like it closed, and then the camera opened back up and then re- did another recording. Oh, yeah. Like a new recording. I'm going to put it, maybe your, you know, storage is... Maybe, maybe <laughs> I pressed something. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, some say they're like some sort of alien hybrid because apparently gray aliens have black eyes. So they're saying maybe these kids are like some sort of, you know, great alien slash human hybrid thing, which could also account to their them having psychic abilities. But they also say they're aliens because they have like they always have weird patterns like on their clothing, like it's like a checkered kind of look on their things. And they have unusual speech patterns because they're so monotone and they're very like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
choppy speech. <laughs> Sorry. So, so some people say that these kids have actually existed since back in the 1980s, but there's not a lot of, you know, like encounter stories or anything going back to the 80s. There wasn't like any documentation. Yeah, there's not like a lot people of People probably didn't even document it. Yeah. Like there's a couple of them that say some, oh, like my aunt had an encounter, you know, back in like 82 or something like that. But there's not a lot of like, you know, how it is today. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people say that it originated by a Texas reporter named Brian Bethel in 1996, where he allegedly wrote his encounter. He had like a blog, right? So he wrote it there, but then he was a reporter for the Abilene report news report or something like that. And then he kind of like told his story again, but on the, like the online news report. So he wrote about his encounter and it was back in 2012 in Abilene, Texas. And there was a couple of other people who had an encounter that was similar in Oregon, but like, you know, years later. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like it kind of they're saying it's credibility, like his his thing has credibility. So he also told his story on the Monsters and Mysteries TV show. And so basically this is how his story goes. He says it was around 9.30 p.m. in January of 1998, and he left his apartment because he was going to go pay his internet bill. And he was trying to fill out his check, so he stops like at a dollar movie theater to use the marquee as light. And he said he's there filling it out, and then he just hears like a knock on his window. So he like turns to look, and he sees two little boys. He said the first boy was, both of them are between 10 and 14 years old. And he said the first boy was taller than the other one. And he was wearing like a pullover hooded shirt with some kind of gray checkered pattern. And he was wearing jeans. He said he couldn't see his feet, though, or his shoes. But his skin was like olive tone and he had a medium length curly brown hair. And he said that this boy pretty much like exuded confidence. Like he was very mature and he was very like, you know, strong personality, very like confident. The second boy, however, was pale with freckles. And he seemed to be very shy or very nervous to be going up to Brian. And he was dressed similar to the older boy, but that his sweatshirt was actually green. And that his hair was like orange kind of color. So like a redhead, I guess you would say. So he said that the boys didn't seem to be related to each other and they didn't have like similar Features. features. So he said Brian says he felt himself immediately. Like once he saw them, that he felt like this feeling of like, Something was off and like he felt like fear, like he was just scared. And so the first boy told Brian like they needed help, that they wanted to see a movie, but they forgot their money. But instead of asking him for money, they asked if he could give them a ride home so they could get their money and come back and watch the movie. But then Brian was like, well, you know, by the time I take you wherever you're going to go and then bring you back, like your movie's going to be halfway over. So we said at first that the boy, the older boy, was like, you know, come on, like, you know, we're just little boys. Like, we want to watch the movie, like, blah, blah, blah. He was very, like, nice or polite about it, and, you know, calling him sir and mister and all that kind of stuff. And so Brian said that he he wasn't doing it himself, but that he just, like, had a feeling and he felt himself, like, reaching. Like, something was pulling him towards the door to, like, open mm-hmm. it. But he caught himself. And when he did that, he like looked into the eyes of the older boy. And that's when he saw that his eyes were like blacked out and just totally um, black. And that's when things started to shift. 
So he said, once he noticed the eyes of the little boy started becoming demanding and he started like pulling like at the door and like, let me in, let me in. Like, we don't have a gun or anything. Like, we just want to like go home. And he started getting more like mm -hmm. adamant, like about it. And so he um, he didn't open the door, but he managed to like, you know what, screw this. So he like put his car in reverse and then just left the boys there. Then later on, he updated his story in November. So he wrote this story in January. And then in November, he was on, I think, like an Internet website. And a friend of his that he had on there had the same encounter with a little boy that was similar to his. So but he said he never told his friend like about it. So these two were the first encounter stories that kind of like started everything. You know what I mean? So the friend asked him, like, if he believes in ghosts or have you ever seen any kids with funny eyes is what he said. And so after that, in 2013 is when the story, Brian's story, the guy's story and much other encounters started becoming more famous because there was a new segment called Weekly Strange Videos on MSN. And it gave like little glimpses of the children and what they look like. And there was a video of this guy that had an encounter with a, with like a little girl and she was like on the video and you could see like clearly. Was he like driving her. a motorcycle or something? Yes. Oh, I know what you're yes. talking about. Yeah. That one. So that's the video that was on there. And then after that, like it just blew up. There was thousands and thousands of people like starting to come in and like say their encounter stories. There was like threads that were being created. There was claims like of people seeing things. And it got so big that even this guy wrote a book about it. So it's it says it's supposed to be like like a sci fi, like fiction slash nonfiction because he actually does his research in the book. So the book was called Black Eyed Children and it was written by David Weatherly. And on Goodreads, I saw that it ranks at a four out of five stars. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And a lot of the reviews on there were saying that he did really good research. It's very thorough. He uses both like fiction stories, but then he ties it into like actual stories that people have posted like online. So he does like really good research and putting it all together. Then there was even a movie made by this guy um, named Nick Hagen, and he's from Vancouver and he released a movie. It's basically he had a YouTube series called haunted sunshine girl and he used that character to like investigate black eyed children you know what i mean yeah. so he took that character and like all the people that were in there and made it into a movie and they were investigating black eyed children and what i thought was so like crazy was he actually decided to release it um the day before the supposed apocalypse so like back in 2012 in december yeah. Mm -hmm. On my birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was getting all of those messages. Yeah. That much. I was the double. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, uh, he had said like a quote, like he's like, well, I figured we better release it before the world ends. Might as well. Mm. So he decided to scare everybody before yeah. like, it ended. <laughs> the world's going to end with black eyed children. <laughs> yeah. So basically with all of this, no one really knows like what they want. You know, like it, it says like, so what do, what do they want? Like when they come knocking on your door. So there's been a few people who have granted permission for basically they're saying like they want permission to come into your lives, but they don't know like why. What they want. Like what they want to do to you. Because there have been one or two stories that where the people have um, let them in and they're so-called 
parents come to pick them up. And this is kind of why they say they're aliens too. So this girl lets them in. Nothing happened to her or her husband or her family, nothing. And so the parents came and picked them up, but they were two men in suits. They came Mm -hmm. and picked up the kids. And then after that, everything was fine. But later on, like as there, I guess the days and weeks started going bad stuff, like a chain of bad events, like was happening, like to the family, like the dad even um, got cancer later on. So they say like, it wasn't something directly like that night, like they didn't get murdered or anything, but little by little, like bad stuff started like happening to them. And I mean, but nobody knows specifically like what they're there for, why they want to come into your life. Mm -hmm. Why do they need permission to come into your life? And like, where did they come from? Because people say the 1980s, but then there's not a lot of documentation. And then, you know, in the 1990s, like it's, it's crazy. I got the chills. Yeah. We're going to have to say a prayer before we leave. (laughs) I should have brought my holy water. (laughs) Yeah, your big old jug of holy water. (laughs) That's, uh, I think it's so crazy how it takes like one person to report and then everybody wants to be like, oh my God, okay, I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what a lot of them were saying. They were like, well, is it a thing like he put his story out there so other people felt comfortable or is it people taking what he has and making making it something different well it could go both ways it could be like the slender man thing it could be Mm -hmm. yeah where like you everybody's minds are like invested in it so much that you actually break a hole in our dimension and create them you know that's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love these stories well i just have two well i have more stories but we'll save those for later so I found this one story of this guy. His name is Jake. So he was very skeptical. Um, He heard the stories and he saw YouTube videos about them. And, you know, he kind of was one of those guys that wanted to, like, debunk the idea of, like, paranormal stuff. So he, in his words, he said, I embarked on a quest. I like that. So he came up with a plan. He began putting up anonymous ads on Craigslist and it read black eyed kids. I'm not afraid of you. I want to meet you. 9 p.m. Wednesday park bench on the corner of third and Washington. He was very like, I want to meet you. I want you there. You know, so it said, show me why I'm wrong and I should be afraid of you. So the bench was down the street from his apartment. So every Wednesday, he would walk down and see if anyone or anything was there. He would watch from a distance because, you know, like when you put your info out there or whatever, it doesn't attract ghosts like you can attract crazy people. Yeah. Perverts, whatever. So this went on for like six months. And um, then he kind of just stopped posting the ad because nothing was happening. And then um, that week that he stopped posting um, the ad. Sorry, that was me. (laughs) So the week that he stopped posting the ad, um, it was about 9 p.m. He was sitting on his couch and there was a knock on the door. He said that as soon as he heard the knock, his skin turned like ice cold. And then um, he said he didn't need to get up, that he already knew who it was. (gasps) So he like was super scared, but he still managed to get up and open the door because this is what he wanted. You know, he wanted to see if. This was for real. And yep, there was a kid. The kid was about nine years old, dark hair, solid black eyes. And he was staring at him. And the little boy was like, can I come in? 
And then he said, no. And then he started like closing <laughs> the door on the kid. And then the little kid looks at him and he says, we missed you at the bench tonight. <gasps> and then smiled. And then so the guy just like closed the door, locked it. And the little boy was like knocking and knocking and knocking until he finally just left left i i read that story (laughs) no i love this didn't he say like he was sitting there and he realized that he was sitting there in shock for like two hours yeah like he was like by the door in two like for two hours like just in shock freaking out boy was just like hello bitch like (gasps) you weren't at the bench See, you look for it and they come and find you. I was just about to say that. Well, he put out the ad and then what do you get? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that was on him. So that was the first one. I I really like that story. That one's creepy. I don't like it. (laughs) Of course you don't. (laughs) Um, This next one is really short. It's about a 12-year-old boy. Um, He was at a mall parking lot waiting for his mom. His mom was getting a haircut at the hair salon's. That they have in the mall. And so he saw a little boy by himself. This one, he was by himself. So he was just walking through the parking lot. And he thought it was one of his friends from school. So he's like, hey. He starts banging on the door, on the window. Like, hey, come here. So the kid turned around and then started walking towards the truck. As soon as he got to the window, he noticed, like, that his eyes were black. So the little boy uh, started telling him, you have to let me in. And so the boy got really scared and he crouched under the glove compartment. Hmm. So the little boy kept banging on the window like, let me in, let me in, whatever. So he finally he left. And then his mom showed up a couple minutes later and said that. I don't know how real this is because, you know, it's weird. It says that the mom was at the hair salon. The kid went into the hair salon and was like, can I have the keys to your car? (laughs) And then the mom was like, what? And that's why she ran out to go check on her kid. But that the little boy went to go look for her and was like, can I have the keys to your car? Like, imagine. I just can't can't stop laughing. No, who are you? Who are you? And where are your parents? No. Exactly. (laughs) That one was just so weird. I had to say it. I was like, this is weird. Is that that a real story? No, no. This was on thelineup.com. I think it was just... Okay, because I was going to say, I came across, I came across, it's not similar, but I came across a story where this guy, and I remember it because it kind of freaked me out. So this guy posted like this huge blog and he pretty mm-hmm. much talked about his encounter where like the, actually the black eyed kids like attacked him and they were like in a group, a Oy. group of kids. So he said it was like a group of like four or five, maybe even six kids and they were attacking him, like trying to get him. So he had to like literally fight them off. So then another, so then when he posted that, other people were emailing him about their encounter. And these are all men. Like these are all men that really? these kids are encountering. Yeah. And it's weird. So these are all men that these kids are encountering. And one guy posted that he was at a rest stop. And I honestly, I can't remember like what state, what city, what town it was at, but he was at a rest stop. He was about to get into his car because he used the restroom. And he said that it was like, maybe it looked like maybe like a 17 year old kid in a hoodie. And then like maybe four more kids behind him. And it was like a mixture of boys and girls. And they said they were like coming towards him. And he said that he felt alarmed, like 
like he was going to be attacked and he told them to get away. Well, then they started attacking him. So like he had to pull out a knife and like use the knife because the kid was on top of him, like trying to drag him away. And he actually stabbed the kid a few times, but like no blood came out. He said it, no blood came out and the kid didn't even react to him stabbing him. So then they said, today's i think he said something like it's not your time yet and then turned around and walked off with the other kids so he said it freaked him out so then he got another email the guy got another email from another um, person that encountered this so he said that it was he was walking down the street and he saw three kids knocking at some house and he said when he turned and looked the kids were knocking at the house and as soon as he turned and looked at them they looked back at him and he said that he got he got like chills up and down his Mm -hmm. spine so he kept walking He was actually on his way to the corner store and he said he got to the corner store and he kind of like started running because when he turned around, they were following him. And so he got to the corner store. He went in the guy that that was working, the clerk that was working the corner store. He was like, hey, like, can I stay in here for a while? And he's like, oh, what's up? He goes, those two kids like they're like following me or whatever. He's like, it kind of freaked me out. So the guy looked and the kids, sure enough, were across the street just watching him from the corner store. Oh, hell no. So the guy was like, yeah, this is weird. So then the kid went up to the corner store, like the door and said, we need to use the phone to call our parents. Can you let me in? And there, the guy was like, no, like, you need to go away. I'm going to call the police, but we need a car, parents. Can you let me in? And the guy was like, no. And like, he locked it and like closed down the, the door. They waited like another hour or two. And then he's like, all right, let's go out to the back. So they went out to the back to the guy's car because obviously he's scared to walk home by himself. Mm-hmm. So he said that he walked out to the back to the car and the two kids came running around the corner and like started attacking them and so the guy that the guy said that he felt himself being dragged he was fighting them off and then the other guy the clerk that was working in the registrar guy that was working at the corner store like grabbed one of the kids threw him off of him and the guy said he just took off running like and the guy told him run and he took off running he said that he ran all the way home like he he got he said he got home so fast he doesn't remember how he got there and I think it was just like his adrenaline you know from being scared so he said that night that he looked outside and he saw the kids on the other side of the street on the sidewalk watching him so he said he prayed he prayed he prayed the next morning he drove to the corner store and the guy wasn't working and he said that he hadn't heard from him since but that he asked the owner he's like hey I think I don't know what his name was I can't remember but he said hey you know and so and so working here he goes oh he left town what do you mean yeah he like closed down the store and like quit and like left town oh it scared him that bad (laughs) yeah yeah I would too (laughs) <laughs> but that my my point was the reason why I asked for those roads because mm-hmm. like that in that story the kids still needed permission to go in even though it was a public place yeah. you know yeah they're like oh it's public property we can come in <laughs> imagine <laughs> yeah can you imagine little kid can I have your keys <laughs> no yeah I'd roundhouse kick them to the face that's what Ran. I'm saying roundhouse I don't know how, how I remembered that story but I think it just freaked me out of like walking down the street it. and these little kids are like chasing see, after you see that's crazy because when I was looking I didn't see any stories like of just men yeah like mine was like a lot there was like men but then there was also women and then it was like families like in the house or mm-hmm. something like that yeah so yeah. all of these stories that were being entered or like these viewers were entering to this guy who wrote his blog about being attacked I, I found the pattern that it was all men that were saying they were attacked by the black eyed kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get men? any of them. I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, Maybe. I'm only going to say these two for now. So the rest for later. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's it. So I'm going to kind of get into detail about theories. And I'm going to start with the alien theory. So like Ashley said that they have um, big eyes. A lot of people say like they're from the gray. So that's kind of like what I'm going to touch base on. So conspiracy theorists believe that the black eyed children are aliens who are trying to call home. I'm going to do in quotes, call home. E.T. phone home. One theory stated that the black eyed kids and the men in black are connected, that they both knock on doors. They both have to be invited inside in order to enter. And they both wear some kind of like headgear to like cover their face to not show their eyes. So like the men in black, they wear like the big old sunglasses. No matter what time of day it is, they wear them. And then, of course, the B.E.K., they're known to wear like the hoodies and like they wear their they have their head down to cover their eyes. So a lot of conspiracy theorists say that they're each other's counterparts like from adults to children Mm. so they're like the yin and yang but not really they're both bad (laughs) so this is a quote from this blog that i found on mysterious universe so undoubtedly the leading investigator in this field and the author of the book the black eyed children david weatherly Mm -hmm. has collected and studied dozens of such cases demonstrating the sheer scale of these weird unsettling events so david's work has addressed a variety of theories for the origins and the presence of the beks Um, That might be demonic nature or predatory spirits, even possibly even products of of human minds. So like he's saying that maybe it's something that people manifested that they, you know, like Mm, I said about the whole Slenderman thing, like you manifest something with your mind, you think about it real hard and you can make it happen. Even some say that it's like maybe another part of physical life from like a different dimension is another thing that he gets into. David has also spent much of his time researching the theory that the black eyed children have nothing less than an alien lineage. Um, So David cites two cases of two women that got abducted. Um, And they both say that they were abducted, but both of these women also had encounters with the black eyed children after they were abducted. So, in these cases, the kids with the both ladies obviously demand, they were demanding to be let into their house. They got the knock at the door. They were demanding to be let into the house. Um, And even more sinister theory that follows this is that the greys, y'all know about the greys, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the greys, the aliens, I don't want to get into too much detail about the greys because it's, I think it's good for another episode. (laughs) But the greys are slowly this is kind of scary, but even more sinister theory is that the greys are slowly breeding out humans and phasing in beings with alien DNA. So they're like half breeds with aliens and half breeds with humans. So this is why women are being abducted. So they're oh. using the DNA to create this hybrid human um, to fade away the human race. So that way the superior DNA of the greys can take over. So I found this story Mm. that kind of, to me, in a way, connects to the alien theory. Okay. And it's not a woman. It's a male going back to men getting attacked. So this guy said that he's found many stories and read a lot of stories about the black eyed children after this, after his encounter. And he said that 
a lot of people think that when you let these kids in that they attack you or you get killed or they want to take your soul. And he's pretty much like, obviously, like I'm not dead. Obviously, like they don't have my soul, but I'm here to tell my story. So he said that he was in bed. He was watching TV on his phone, whatever. And he heard two knocks at the door and he said it wasn't too late at night. It was maybe like barely hitting like 738 almost eight o'clock. He didn't think anything of it. And he opened up the door and he said, yes. And he said that there's two children standing outside. It was a boy that looked maybe like about nine or 10. And then the other little boy looked like maybe he was about five or six. And they both said that they were lost. One of them needed to use the restroom. And the other boy said that he needed to, um, he was lost and he didn't, he didn't know where he was. And the guy also didn't question it either about them being lost because he said that his area, like in his neighborhood, if you turn the wrong corner, you'll, you'll get lost. Like it's like a maze. Mm. So it's like one of those neighborhoods where like there's different streets, but you can't find the access road, like to the main street. It's like neighborhood, neighborhood, neighborhood. It's like a maze pretty yeah. much is what he said. So he said like these boys being lost, like he was like, yeah, you know, they're probably lost. So he went ahead and let them inside and he just assumed obviously that they were telling him the truth. What caught him off guard is that one of the boys like just went straight upstairs without him even saying, oh, hey, the bathroom's upstairs. He knew to go upstairs that the bathroom, he was like, okay, yeah, the bathroom's upstairs is the last door to your left. And then the other little boy um, just kind of like spoke to him um, confidently and was just like, I need to use your phone. And he was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's over there in the kitchen or whatever. So he said that when he turned around, he looked at the little boy or the boy and he had black Black eyes eyes. Mm -hmm. and it freaked him out. And he said that he was going to make a run for it. And then the other little boy was standing on the other side of him. He doesn't know how he came downstairs so fast because he didn't even hear him come down the stairs or whatever. And then he said um, that the little boy said, everything okay? Are you okay? And he just kind of like, he felt himself being cornered. And so he pushed one of the little boys and the little boy grabbed him. He pushed him again. And he said that he ran into the front room or the front room is kind of like a nook area for him. So he was able to lock himself in. So he said that he was there for what felt like hours when really it was only like maybe 30, 45 minutes. And he said that he felt very dizzy. He felt disoriented. He had a huge headache. And he was just like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. So he said that he heard the little boy knocking on the door and saying, we came to collect you. Next week, we'll come out with Black Eyed Kids episode 13 part and then we'll continue on to 14 on the weeks after (laughs) that send us your thoughts on the first half of black eyed kids episode 13 part one at scary not scary podcast at gmail.com visit our website at scary not scary podcast.com and don't forget to like subscribe and rate us and review us on spotify and the itunes podcast app and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And until next time, this episode is to be content.